When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to be able to talk to you today a little bit about covert narcissism, and we're going to be referencing the book. There you go. We're referencing the book by Dr. Armani, okay, right here. That's uh, Don't You Know Who I Am? How to Stay Sane in the Area of Narcissism, Entitlement, and Incivility. You see, a lot of times when people are talking about narcissism, they normally think of you know the one person that's snapping selfies of themselves and is putting themselves all on social media and is becoming a certain way or acting a certain way in front of other people. And a lot of times people forget all the other traits of narcissism. Just having a, a high ego or a sense of entitlement is only one aspect of what actual narcissism is. The covert narcissist has a lot more things going underneath the surface than what you actually see. And sometimes that can be really confusing, especially for the people stuck in those relationships because they don't feel like they're getting abused. They don't feel like this person is a narcissist because it doesn't appear to be one. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I want to talk to you some about that today. We're going to read some of this book uh, by Dr. Imani. So the covert slash vulnerable narcissist is how she defines it. She says, this is a stealth form of narcissism but is a very difficult one nonetheless. Covert narcissism has variously been labeled vulnerable narcissism, hypersensitive narcissism, and fragile narcissism. Historically, while there has been more of a focus on the classical overt narcissist, there has always been a theoretical body of work that has addressed this less obvious but equally difficult narcissistic personality style. Covert narcissism is characterized by a lack of empathy, projection, entitlement, hypersensitivity, arrogance, paranoia, passive aggression, sense of justice, resentment, and insecurity. You might recognize they look very, very similar to a lot of things with regular grandiose narcissism. There's a couple of things kind of slid in there. Hypersensitivity, paranoia, passive, passive aggression, sense of judgment. Covert narcissists are not showy or grandiose in the obvious manner. Rather, they believe the world does not understand them or their special, unique, or great abilities. More of a masked grandiosity. Other more vulnerable patterns such as anxiety, depression, especially in the face of disappointment or shame, and social withdrawal are also common, commonly observed in this pattern. Did your narcissist struggle with depression? Did they struggle with that like frustration of like nobody understands me? A lot of times we talk about that being like the victim complex or like how they're coming across of like being so victimized of something going on. But a lot of times you see covert narcissists that that's their mantra, like that's how they are, of always thinking 
No one's going to understand me. No one's going to recognize me. Nobody's going to figure this out time and time again. It says, in 1997, Holly Hendon and Jonathan Cheek, a graduate student and a professor at Wesley College, respectively, attended the measurement of covert narcissism work they updated in 2013 with a revised scale and basically argue that covert narcissists are actually grandiose. They just don't advertise it. Does that kind of make sense? So, like, it's like they have all the same, like, grandiose, regular, per se, like, narcissistic traits and narcissistic aspects of, wow, they're like this. But in reality, they're just hiding it. They're just putting it deeper down inside. Maybe you could say a covert narcissist almost is like a mask inside a mask in that way. Another layer in one sense, trying to hide behind what's actually going on. And let's talk about some of the traits that she talked about here. So, lack of empathy obvious because it goes with narcissism projection very true entitlement hypersensitivity like that's a different one that we don't always talk about so when you think of like hypersensitivity a lot of times that's going back to the idea of criticism when someone's trying to give a person feedback or criticize like something that they're doing a narcissist will get very very upset but covert narcissists are going to lock onto that even more and, and not let you forget it, not let, that forget, not let them forgive you of what you're bringing up about them. How could you say that to me? Like, I can't believe you do that. And they, they put you as the bad guy whenever you're trying to give feedback or trying to talk to them or trying to criticize something for like that area of growth. Um, the other one, other one I mentioned that I wanted to point out is passive aggression. So a lot of people that get confused if they're dealing with narcissistic abuse because what they say is my narcissist, the person in my life, that toxic person, didn't rage out on me. And this is where a lot of times that overall picture of what narcissism looks like has gotten confused for a lot of people because they only think of the person snapping selfies and then the person raging out. Not all narcissists rage. That might be a new one for you. That might be a new one that you haven't thought about. But not all narcissists rage. Is it common? Yes. Is there rage there? Yes. But not all of it show it. There's this aspect of passive aggressiveness that happens with a narcissist that's very unique and underneath the surface. One of the typical ways you'll see that, especially to get a reaction, is the aspect of dog whistling. Dog whistling is like the idea of where the narcissist pokes and prods at you time and time and time again in private. And then when they're out in public with someone else, they'll drop the same comments, the same statements, the same reference back to something that you know goes back to that constant prodding. And it makes you react. That passive aggressiveness is so hard. Sometimes it's very manipulative in nature of getting rid of things, of hiding things, of changing small little things that they're not coming out and yelling at you, but they are breaking you down piece by piece. She goes on to say, instead these people are stuck in their own head, wondering why the world never gave them the recognition that they deserved. And they may actually feel like forgotten geniuses. They also believe that the world owes them something and, is and maintains a brooding anger about not re having received the things that they believe they deserve. That entitlement is real. They tend to be resentful of the world, of people in their social sphere and in their family, of anyone that they perceive to have a better life than they do, which is just about everyone. 
narcissists will look at everyone else's situation. I was talking to someone the other day on a one-on-one, and they were asking me about like narcissism. They were asking me like how like some of it like relates in one sense because you have narcissists that are looking for like ideal love sometimes. Like they get locked on that obsessive idea of ideal career, ideal love, like whatever it might be. And sometimes that aspect of getting locked on to ideal love is the aspect of like I want what those people have. And the narcissist is always trying to find it, always trying to get it. But the thing is they can't because they're bringing themselves into the relationship that's also the ones destroying the relationship. But so oftentimes you'll have people that are looking for that. They're thinking, maybe I can get that. But then like, I'm just a victim because the world doesn't understand me. Woe is me. Like all that type of stuff keeps popping up. Their interactions with, uh, with other people tend to be hostile, and it is this way that covert narcissism mostly closely resembles more traditional narcissism. Covert narcissists are believed to be more likely to hold what is known as hostile attribution bias, which is a style whereby people will interpret or overinterpret the motivations, and by extension behaviors, communication, and actions of others as hostile. Not surprising because when they think that others are being driven by hostility, their responses mirror that hostility. Did you ever have that where you bring something up, where you talk to them? Like that's that hypersensitive piece of like everything is attacking. You're like, I'm not attacking you. I was just asking to share my feelings. I was just asking to open up about this. I was just asking if I can go to the grocery store. Like all these different types of things that happen and the narcissist just attacks, 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 attacks. And you're like, what is going on? And again, that attacking doesn't have to be rage. It doesn't have to be this giant, like, grandiose thing that's happening. But seeing, like, the narcissist attack because they think everything is out to get them. The world doesn't understand me. You don't understand me. I'm like, like, I love how they say, like, I'm a forgotten genius. Like, all that type of stuff happens on a day-to-day basis. And being able to know, being able to realize like what's actually going on is key for a lot of people because they don't know what's actually going on in this aspect of covert narcissism. It is like a mask inside the mask. It's another level deep of narcissism and how those traits work. A lot of times people ask me, they're like, are you um, covert? Are you vulnerable? Are you grandiose? Like what type of narcissism do you struggle with? I kind of struggle with both of grandiose and covert because even like reading some of this, there's stuff that like I pick up of like, okay, people don't understand me of people like being hostile, like coming towards me. Like some of those really resonate with me and it goes to play with the victim mentality that I had going with other people, doing other things of saying, Hey, people always leave me. It's not about me. It's not about like anything else that I'm doing. They just leave me. Like, what's going on? And always playing, like, the victim mindset. Like, that's what I would do. Like, people don't understand me. People are always leaving me. That kind of aspect is where I really resonate a lot with the covert. There's other stuff that I don't resonate as much with covert, but I resonate some with the grandiose and with covert.